Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome to the Syrupcast. I'm your host this week, Igor Benefasic. I'm joined by my good friend, Patrick. What's up, Igor? Not too much. Yourself? We're pretty good. We're I'm good. to good friend, Patrick. Also, good friend, Jessica. Oh. I'm the most excellent friend. You are. You're the most excellent friend. Thanks. I feel like this is my space, and you're, like, ranking your friends on the, on the <laughs> of left course. Band. Hopefully we're top eight. Yeah. Uh, I make the top eight. The greatest boss ever. Greatest boss. Boss man. Ian Hardy. And on this week's, uh, this is episode 84, we're going to talk about speed test, uh, some breaking BlackBerry news, perhaps, and... The great 2017 iPhone debate. So, let's start. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, speed test. Did anyone? Did everyone get a chance to look at the report? Tell tell us about what it's about. Sure. So, um, speed test. Uh, it's. Everyone's used this utility at some point in their life. You basically, you know, whether you have a wireless connection or a broadband connection, you can use it to test how fast your internet is. Uh, so Patrick got his parents to check out their uh, internet connection. They live in God's land, somewhere near Caledon. I could be totally wrong about this. Uh, they, my, my parents live um, in Penetangrachine, which is a town near Midland, which is near Wasay Beach. Okay, so not God's country. No, and, and their internet is positively... This <laughs> is like in the total other direction. Um, mm-hmm. Their internet is total, complete, positive garbage. Like, it's the worst mm-hmm. internet ever, and that's a big problem in rural areas rural. when you're not, not in a city. Right. Um, and they pay, I think, for... I, I know they pay between $70 and $80 a month, and they pay for 10 down, mm-hmm. uh, probably like two up or something like that. And they get... 2.5 on a good day. Mm-hmm. Typically, they get like 1.5 MB per second down, which is mm-hmm. comparable to like phone line internet in the mid 90s to a certain extent, which is crazy. Yeah, and that's kind of why this this report interests me because their internet provider is Bell. Right. So um, essentially, the what the report kind of you know, the conclusion it came to is that uh, year over year, the speed of both uh, or downloads, average wireless download speeds in Canada have risen by 21%. Uh, they average around 21.2 uh, megabits per second. That said, um, that averages out to make Canada's internet the 26th fastest in the world. Um, and kind of on a surface level, that doesn't seem like too crazy. Uh, but I saw. Uh, how would you describe Peter, Peter, good friend, of, uh, good friend of the site, Peter Novak, Mr. Hardy? How would you describe he him? He is, uh, he's very smart. Yeah, uh, very opinionated. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but his opinions are, make, make, uh, they're, they're, can be valid. Of course, right. yeah. Totally. Right? So he, he hold, he doesn't hold back on what he, on what he believes to be true. And most of the time, 
his truths are correct. Yeah, so what Peter pointed out to me was that um, Okla, the site that, or the company that owns Speedtest, used to make all of this data publicly available so you can compare and contrast different countries. Uh, and what he told me was, when this was possible, you could see easily that upload speeds in Uganda were faster than they are in Canada, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, there's this myth in Canada that like, oh, you know, like, just go down south and you'll see how bad the internet is in the States. Yeah. They like, sure, they don't pay as much, but it's like the Wild West. The internet is really slow. But it turns like there's only, you know, I think uh, I was looking at like the OED uh, kind of listing of uh, developed countries and there's like only like 30 developed countries in the world, right? And, and Canada, Canada is 26. Uh, so like developed countries and like fastest internet is two different things, right? But you would like... In general, you would think a developed country that is like a, a wealthy country would have fast internet. Um, and along that standard, Canada probably has some of the slowest speeds among developed countries in the world. Did we rank above the U.S.? Um, it's hard to say. I, I don't think they've released uh, a report for the U.S. Yet. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean... Basically, what I'm just getting at is that internet is really expensive in Canada, whether it's wired or wireless. So, so the carriers always say, well, the internet's really expensive, or to get uh, cell coverage really expensive because how big Canada is, mm -hmm. right? And what you always say, Igor, is that 80% uh, of the population live in... Uh, within, uh, like, 90 kilometers of the 49th parallel. Right, so most of, most Canadians they either live it. It's true there are places in Canada that are very hard to kind of build out infrastructure for. Yeah. Um, but you know, so like just this earlier this week, I was writing an article about like how uh, Eastlink is going to spend a million dollars to give a thousand people in Nova Scotia better internet access. Right. right? Like certainly there is a point where like there is very significant diminishing returns in terms of like, you know, getting good, fast internet to all Canadians, right? Well, it's like today, Bell and MTS announced that they're gonna roll out LTE in um, a really rural part of uh, Man Manitoba. Mm -hmm. uh, that population has a population of like 650 people. Yeah. Right, but that's part of their commitment to say, hey, we wanna take, take you over. Yeah, so I think, you know, um, it was interesting, I was talking to a student here, and for those that don't know, Lighthouse Lab, or excuse me, Mobile Syrup, we share a co-working space with a coding academy, and one of the students there, um, really smart guy named Tobin, he was telling me how uh, he had uh, watched this thing on Vox, uh, it was one of the first interviews that Ezra Klein did, where uh, it, was, it was about broadband internet, and he was saying how this system that we have, where it's like these three companies, they don't really compete on like price, they compete on signing people up, right? Right. Um, and he was saying like, you know, your report really just speaks to something has to give at some point. Like there has to be some kind of restructuring of these companies in Canada for like, because people aren't gonna, well, you know, we say people are not gonna put up with this forever, but they put up for it for a really long time. Well, there's no other <laughs> options, right? Like, mm, Would you say there's no other option or we're just told there's no other option, right? Well, what what other options are there though? Like, so what, what the other option is like 
this has internet access has to be treated as a utility, right? Like yeah. imagine if so, like to put this example, like the best way I can is imagine if for electricity or for water, there were three companies and you know, like for water, let's say you're charged like for how much you use, right? And there's like a normalized rate, right? Um, but imagine instead there were these companies that like, hey, we'll give you Ignite water, Patrick, or Aqueous like, water. That sounds like good water. Aqueous <laughs> water, where you get, I don't know, each month your like quota is but, but 200 is there, liters. Is there a deal where it's cheaper for the first three months to get this water? Because that's well, what I'm really interested in. Well, exactly, <laughs> right? Like, so if you apply the model that Rogers Bell and TELUS use for selling internet onto something else that is like really important to people, right? Like there was a report that the first thing I wrote for Mobile Syrup was this report about I still have to read that. Well there you go. It's on his list. It's, it's, on, it's on the bucket list. <laughs> but yeah the first thing I read for Mobile Syrup or the wrote for mobile one of the first things I wrote for Mobile Syrup uh, was this report how people were cutting like other essential right. so that they could pay for wireless right. and internet apps. I did read that one. Yeah. But yeah, you're exactly because because I said I'd rather have a wire I I'd rather have wireless connectivity than uh, like a carton of milk or something like that. Yeah. Right? Same. Something something like that. Yeah. So same uh, same for you? I think so. I like I, everything totally. in my apartment is run by Wi Fi or a wired connection. Like I can't go on the internet, I can't watch T V, I can't play well I can play some games, but most of them require an internet connection. There's very few things that I can do. So if I had like the choice to give up like, I don't know, something that wasn't that important, like a carton of milk or like not being able to drink milk anymore to continue to have internet, I would probably yep. rather yeah, have internet. Me too. And like, just imagine Ian, could this business operate or even exist without internet access, right? Like, no. So well, you start the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> You can carry paper with you wherever, whenever you want, Patrick. Mm -hmm. That's the future. Think of the possibilities. Just like a pencil, an Apple pencil. It's the future of phones. The future of phones is paper. Or just, <laughs> if I can, Probably. just imagine of all the startups in Kent, like imagine how, you know, a thing we, they always, you always like hear about in your sector is like, oh, like how do we make Canada startup or um, Silicon Valley North, right? Mm -hmm. um, and one of the ways is to reduce startup costs, right? Like, why not? Imagine if we treated internet access, because all these startups depend on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. oh, tech startups, anyway, for the most part, depend on the internet, right? Like, um, imagine if they got the fastest internet in the world at a reasonable price. Like, wouldn't that increase the speed of innovation in Canada? Yeah, and for me, it's not only that, too. It's just... Um the cost is also, when you think about it, a barrier to entry for like people in rural communities and especially mm -hmm. people in marginalized communities like indigenous people who don't have access to information mm -hmm. or they don't have the, I guess, ability to communicate amongst each other and among, and I guess, like larger societies. So, um, yeah, that's always like, that's why that conversation with the internet and access has always been interesting to me because um, I feel like the value um, in that is just being able to um, a lot of people from different backgrounds and mm -hmm. from different areas besides just like the regular Toronto, Vancouver and Montreal 
like the people in these cities who are like creating innovation mm-hmm. um like we just i think we need more people from outside of that right. to be able to get the access to big companies. There are free internet initiatives in some Canadian city cities, like like in the smaller mm-hmm. cities. I no, no not in smaller cities. I mean in like big cities. I, I know that's not really yeah. what you're referring to, but it just like the thought occurred to me. That yeah, I think there's still some of those around. Well, like it's really telling that in Canada or in Toronto specifically, like it was only it's only this summer that a neighborhood in Toronto specifically Parkdale has gotten free internet right and it's all oh, that's that's what I was right about. like yeah. and that was like because I remember you wrote that story now yeah and yeah. so but just think about it it's 2016 and only now uh, like a community in Toronto is getting that needs it is getting free internet mm-hmm. um, and a bigger reason for that why is like you know like you can go to these like let's say Union Station and if it doesn't uh, well, Union Station is not a, good, a great example because it's, you know, part of the TTC network. But, like, go to some other bigger, like, uh, venue in Toronto and, like, there's going to be Wi-Fi, but it's going to be paid access Wi-Fi from one of the big three, right? Um, and it's because, you know, like, like, just imagine, like, their kind of business proposition falls apart if, like, free Wi-Fi starts propagating throughout the city, right? Like, um, and so these companies they've tried their best to prevent that from happening because, you know, I think as soon as people realize, like, how easy it is for this to provide internet access, like, you start saying, like, hey, maybe I don't need this $200 Ignite package to get, you you know. But I do. But I do. I would like that uh, one gigabit internet, right? (laughs) It'll probably become a bare conversation, though, as people start seeing more that the internet is becoming... Becoming more essential to quality of life than like just like how we consider shelter and food and things like that as like essential to having a good quality of life. I feel like internet access is starting to become a part of that too. There's like so many things that you can't do if you don't have internet access. Mm -hmm. Like even filling it. Like I I don't know specifics, but I imagine there's certain like government forms and IDs that you can't even go through the process of signing up for them unless you're online. Yeah, like I remember. if you need a THC or a Toronto Community Housing like uh, uh, form, or it was like really random, like you had, this is like total like side thing, but you needed Internet Explorer six or something. Are you really? Serious? Yeah, it was like something like that's crazy. Uh, anyway, but that's neither here nor there. So, so let's take us out of the city because yeah. in, into like really rural, like farmers, for example. Do you think the farming community? even though that's dwindling as well. Do you think that they need internet access like we need internet access? Mm, so just think about like, let's, you know, we always like... Or, or connectivity. Well, there's agritech is kind of an emerging industry, right? Like start, there's a lot of startups that are working with farms to allow them to like better manage their crops. And drones are also very popular among uh, the farming community because they can check the health of their crops and they can optimize it. So IoT is like pretty big. Yeah, I was going to say our other guests would say, you know, like IoT, right? Like there's these small internet of things that can, would probably greatly automize and um, make more efficient these farming practices, right? I imagine some of the communication they do is done via email probably as well mm-hmm. like communicating with distribu- distributors and people that buy the, the produce and stuff like that yeah that's just at the simplest level yeah. right like oh that, yeah I mean like on yeah. the very most basic level I mean, yeah. I'm sure that a lot of those transactions and those business deals um, I'm sure they still happen on the phone but I imagine a lot of them happen over the internet as well now mm-hmm. 
So I think it's I don't think there's a part of society that hasn't been affected by you know the advent of the internet. Yeah, for sure. So do you think a test like this or a report like this by Ukla Ukla matters? Yeah, I think you know I at the time you know like I said like I the headline I chose was just that speed test proclaims Bell Canada's you know is Bell has the fastest. Uh, wireless network in Canada. Because uh, you were paid by Bell to say that, right? Sure. That's I what was, everyone's going to say. I was taking that money from Bell. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Uh, good to know who's getting it. Um, yeah, I think this is, just to get to, back to your point, yeah, I, I think this is really important. Um, you know, maybe I would just say it was kind of like, I'm constantly learning, so maybe I didn't like suss out what the real story was at the time but this is why the podcast is here but you know anyway you wanted to make you know it's going to be really interesting because mm-hmm. PC Mag is going to come out with their report yeah uh, in September mm-hmm. with the same because they go across the country we talked about this last week they go across the country check out the internet speeds and fastest who's slowest all that stuff mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they come out with because they own Ookla Okay. And I think they use them as well. And last year they said that Bell's the fastest. So it'll be interesting to see if this year they say the same thing based on the data that this company has too. Mm-hmm. It's the same company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving on, uh, before we let you go, Ian, Thank you. Um, we just, you know, CNBC is reporting uh, BlackBerry share, shares halted. Uh, going on to say announces redemption of existing convertible debt and issues new convertible debt. Uh, you own some stocks. Not, not in BlackBerry, and never in BlackBerry, never will in BlackBerry. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I'm getting so, at is so, that so, so, you have more expertise to talk about this not, than I. Not like this. All yeah. I know is, is basically they stopped, yeah. they issued new debt in another form, Yeah. business as usual. I think what 
But is like a fingerprint scanner is that so essential? Is that like something that people are freaking you wouldn't, out about? You want it like it would make no sense to drop a feature after adding it, especially oh, one true, that's true. used by so many people. People really like the fingerprint scanner too, so the world would like explode. So sorry, isn't <laughs> it? So the two thousand, the the one we're gonna see in September, isn't yeah. it gonna have a pressure sensitive? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay, okay, it's yeah. gonna have a pressure sensitive um, button, so kind of like. Uh, I guess this isn't a very good example, but like the Nexus 6P, the fingerprint scanner on the back, yeah. the way that you don't press anything in for it to scan, mm-hmm. you, it, and it's and it's like force touch sort of contextual. It's going to be interesting. It's hard to... So what you're saying, it's going to be like the MacBook trackpad. That's that's a much better comparison. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like the MacBook trackpad, where it's going to feel like it's doing something, but it's not actually doing something, when it's really just motors okay. in the background doing it. Okay. Um, so there's that... I, I believe the other rumors that came out this week, the curved display stuff, that's not for the phone coming out in September. That's, yeah. That's for the, the next iPhone iteration. Mm-hmm. Um, but supposedly, supposedly there's, uh, Apple's taking a page out of Samsung's playbook and is going to offer curved displays, mm-hmm. likely sourced from Samsung, because they yeah. still use Samsung's display technology. Well, that in like... I mean, just think about it. What is the only company making a curved display phone right there? Right. LG. LG will remind you over and over again that they're still... Whatever. So let's, you know, <laughs> forget about LG right now because they're neither here nor there. But uh, Yeah, the, those are the two major things that I've sort of seen this week. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously the headphone jack. Right? Oh, yeah, the headphone jack. Well, that yeah, that, that's been around for a long time. It's not really new, but mm-hmm. um, supposedly the iPhone that is coming out this coming September, likely to be revealed on September 7th, will not include a 3.1, is it 3.1 millimeter? Five, isn't it? Or 3.5, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. So what do you use instead? (laughs) (laughs) The the, uh, the (laughs) audio is just uh, broadcasted to your brain directly. Amazing. We've come so far. I'm so excited. No, so there's a bunch of things that could happen. They might include uh, lightning headphones where it'll just plug into the lightning adapter on the the phone itself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, okay, so you know how your your Nexus 5X has a USB-C at the bottom? The iPhone, it has Apple's own proprietary uh, port, which is called lightning port. Um, It is... There are some like technological differences, but really like they're quite similar. Mm-hmm. Um, USB C probably has some advantages now just think, because it's newer. I think USB C has higher transfer speeds, but yeah, for most people, they're not going to notice the difference. Um, so the other thing is that um, what you can do with Lightning and USB C is that you can transfer uh, audio data, right? Yeah. Well, in this case specifically, you're just transferring digital data, uh, but there's going to be an adapter, or not an adapter, is not, but a chip within the kind of the headphones that you get with it that converts what is a digital signal into an audio signal so that it turns into music when it hits, you know. That is very interesting. Is that going to be the new standard for all phones? Right. So what do you think, Pat? Like... So there's the Moto, the Moto Z does it, right? So the Moto Z is technically the first phone to do this. Yeah, to, to do it. I mean, so a lot of people are up in arms about it. I think 3.5 millimeter headphone jack's been around a long time. But I think for getting, to justify getting rid of it, there has to be, like, reasoning. So, so if Apple's just getting rid of it for the sake of getting rid of it, 
and they're not improving any other features. Like, if they make the phone significantly thinner, right, and it looks super cool because it's so thin. But then how much thinner at this point? Like, it's like 0.5 millimeters, right? It's like... Not that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if they are able to do make a change in a substantial way that we get benefits from, then I'm cool with it. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be slightly thinner. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be this cottage industry, as there often is, of adapters. Like, we've seen with the 2015 MacBook, there's, like, all kinds of USB Type-C hubs yeah. and adapters. Like, I'm looking at one right now. When I was using the 2015 MacBook, I had, like, a, I've shown it to you before, Jessica, yeah. just, like, this cobweb of cords and cables coming out of the side of my computer. So I, I know this isn't the same case. But it's, it's the future, man. Dongles. Dongle life. Hashtag, hashtag yeah. dongle life. Um, so, I mean... To an extent, I, I get why they're doing it. 3.5 millimeter has been around for so long. Uh, there'll be like an increase in audio quality, probably not noticeable to the average individual. Uh, yeah, so I mean, most music, it's interesting, is like now kind of mixed to take into account that uh, you listen to with terrible iPhone, yeah. uh, the, the iPhone uh, uh, headphones. Um, so it's mixed to be to sound terrible, yeah, but so. you people's perception of what is good sound has shifted so that they think that what comes from, they actually prefer what comes from the iPhone's uh, pod uh, headphones. Uh, so it might, for most people, they might not like the sound at first, right? Uh, for me, it's, it's like a huge wait and see sort of thing, right? Yeah. Like, I'm all for trying new things and new technology and new innovations, but I need to see like some sort of results. Like there needs to be reasoning behind it, not just we're gonna put a second speaker in it, which is uh, that that's like the only thing that we've heard. So you know what rumors. I I think this is is really I I see I don't see Apple doing this necessarily they wanted to do it, but like it's kind of a concession to the recording industry, right? Like just think about because. Uh, when you have a digital format, it has digital kind of a copy or uh, digital rights associated with it, right? Um, so it's just like on TVs, right? Like you have to have like a compliant ca- uh, cable, compliant TV, and a compliant yeah. receiver to watch like a Blu-ray, right? That could be a big reason behind it, too. Yeah. So it's like controlling content, right? So. So if they do this, Jessica, yeah. with this incense anger inside <laughs> you like would you show up at Apple's store with a pitchfork when you're not actually going to do that Apple care. but yeah. it, like would that make you seriously though would that make you not buy an phone, iPhone in the yeah. future knowing that it won't have a headphone jack in it to use all the headphones that you've acquired over the years yeah prob- that would probably deter me but not because I'm like oh I hate change like every time they change Facebook I like I go crazy or kind of thing. You know, like, if this is the future, and, I mean, I guess we have yet to see whether they have a really good reason for doing this, then, you know, it's like, all right, when it becomes... um, When I'm in the position where I'm forced to embrace this new technology, then fine. But for now, you know, I use headphones. I need the headphone jack. Like, it's just... It's too new, and I'm probably... I'm one of those wait-and-see people where I'd rather just kind of wait it out and, like, see if there's any, like, kinks that need to be, like, worked out. I think the other... The other thing people are forgetting is that, like, the phone's going to include lightning headphones. So it's not like it's going to fundamentally yeah. change anything. But you won't be able to use your whatever headphones you had before. But for the average person who just, like you said, people are 
sort of tuned to crappy mm-hmm. audio quality because everyone listens through Apple earbuds. For those people, they're just going to buy this phone. They're going to get lightning earbuds, and nothing's going to really change to a certain extent. For them. They'll be just very sad when they can't listen to music and charge their phone at the same time. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I know for myself, like my these Bang and Olsen. Uh, Head, uh, headphones I have they're like $200 right like that's an investment that goes down to drain that I can't use with this future iPhone yeah that's true there'll um, be adapters yeah. but I mean that's another step that you have to take right and, and it just it looks stupid right like the MacBook looks great when it's just sitting there but when you actually want to use it yeah, like you my, have to plug in this like your monstrosity of a dongle <laughs> can you just describe to people what it looks like so in order to use the 2015 macbook for work i plug in apple's proprietary well it's not proprietary they're like official adapter which includes an hcmi uh, port a usb port and uh there's another thing in there hcmi usb and, and probably like our oh, and, and, USB and the charging the ability to charge so yeah. another usb type c in there so I have that, and then I have. But can you just describe what? Because it, it's not like mine. That's like no, flush. no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like a, a. It has like a little white cord coming out from it. Yeah. And then it's it's this like tiny, I guess, uh, square box. Yeah. And then on top of that, like I have more. That's not it. There's more that goes into it. Yeah. And then a USB 3.0 uh, hub comes out of that. And then because I need, I take a lot of photos with my DSLR and I need to get photos off the SD card, I have a, um, like a box of an SD card reader that plugs into the USB 3.0 adapter. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think that's all of it. Yeah, this sounds like a nightmare. One time I took all this to a, to a press conference and I, and I covered, I don't remember what it was, I think it was a Microsoft press conference, but I covered it that way with all of these dongles. It was, uh, wasn't fun. I never did it again after that. <laughs> yeah. This is why I miss my MacBook Air. Yeah, MacBook Air is great. Looks, it's starting to age, but but yeah, they need to. That, that's what I want to see in September over a new iPhone. I just want a new MacBook Air yeah. and a new MacBook Pro, but that's probably not going to happen. Anyway, uh, I think that's about it for this week's podcast. Sorry for the short one, guys, but it wasn't really much going it's on. A slow this week. week there. Yeah. We had to sort of dog days of summer, right? <laughs> <laughs> we had to dig deep for story topics for this one. Um, I want to thank Jess again for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Always Anytime. happy to serve the syrup community. Did you say dope? I did not say dope we once. Didn't say we once. didn't say dope. Um, All right. Acceptable, guys. This uh, podcast was lit. There you go. There we go. It was, it, was a, it was a dope podcast. Uh, do we have any shout outs? Oh, yeah, shout outs. Um, other people go first. Let me think. Jess. Um, I want to shout out to Pizza Pockets, which I thought oh, were going to be discontinued. I saw that post. Yes, yeah. I almost freaked out, but apparently they are just rebranding to look more fancy. So Marche. I, yes, Marche. Are they still called Pizza Pockets? No, they're called Marche. Marche Pizza Pockets. That's dumb. I know, yeah. but they're still Pizza, pizza Pockets. pockets. Um, it's not fancy enough, but interestingly, Pizza Pockets, as they are, will be sold in places like Giant Tiger. But if you go to like the fancy supermarkets, it will be Marche. So, you know, cool. just different demographics. Yeah. Um, my shout out. I'm still working on it. Uh, can someone shout out Young Actually, Thug? Actually, Casey, no, I have. That's I have, true. <laughs> he dropped his mixtape, which I'm very excited to listen to. And he, can you just explain what the songs oh were? Oh my like? god! This so, Parabe, poor gorilla. I didn't even get on like, on his mixtape. There's this this song. How do how do you say the gorilla's name? Harambe. Harambe. Yeah, right? Is it Harambe? Yeah. Harambe. I, don't Haram- know. I think it's Harambe. Anyways, yeah. there's a song called Harambe 
that I posted in our general Slack for everyone to enjoy. And it makes no sense, and it's mostly just him making like random noises and like kind of. That's Young Thug's thing, though. I know, but it's just him like rapping through a, a drug-induced haze. Um, but the song has nothing to do with Harambe. 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 Yeah, Harambe. he named he named all the songs after all of his heroes. So you gotta take that into consideration. Yeah. It doesn't literally mention them. Like he has a song called Wyclef Jean and um, Swiss Beats. So. This just turned into the entertainment <laughs> podcast. All the people who really like playing Justin Bieber yeah. will appreciate this. <laughs> my, so my legit shout-out goes to uh, Google for releasing Android 7.0. Uh, I didn't even talk about 7.0. I, Maybe yeah. once we've had some more time with oh, it. We need to spend more time with it, right? Like, I, I only just got it today. I yeah. signed up for the developer preview. I gave my 5X uh, to Jessica, so I can't even see Nugget oh, anymore. Wow. You'll have to go back. <laughs> Anyways, I, I think I think Nugget's like a very simple, decent upgrade to, to what Android was. Me and Igor were talking about it before the podcast started, but one of the coolest things is the ability to respond to notifications directly from the no- notification panel. Right, you could do that before, but only certain apps, yeah, and now, now it's all... Now a bunch do them, which, yeah. which is great, and I, I've been using it a ton. That's the main feature. I think Doze also works a little better than it used to. Yeah, you but s- it used to, when it would only work if your phone was just yeah. sitting still. But these are things like we're going to have to delve into and try. Yeah. So next week, next week, when everybody's back, Rose and Jessica are back from vacation, we'll... We'll have an Android set. And we'll get a special correspondent, Jessica Galang, to tell <laughs> us about Nugget on her 5X. Yes. That's your homework. I know, and hopefully the podcast will get more serious again after the return. So. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is the no. most serious podcast we've ever had. Um, my shout-out goes to a company called Nixus, which did the port for Deus Ex uh, Human or Mankind Divided, whatever, the new Deus Ex game. <laughs> human Revolution. Uh... <laughs> port is complete god-awful. Uh, the port to PC, right? Yeah, from port to PC. PC. Like, so as I was saying to my friend Patrick today, I uh, was playing yesterday, I had spent two hours getting to this point in the game, and I had saved when this tutorial prompt had <laughs> popped up on the screen, and it told me what to do, and I did what it did, but then when I finished doing what it told me to do, it wouldn't go away, and no matter what this save state I loaded, this prompt was still there. And so my choice was either restart the game or just play with this like giant block of text across the screen. So obviously I had to restart the game and I lost like two hours of my life. So is that is that how much you invested in it? It was just the two hours? So it could have been it could have been much worse. It could have been I'm much saying. worse, but still like I'm not saying that's not devastating. I would I would probably like cry myself to sleep that night, but <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I would just wouldn't even play again. I think yeah, I'd, 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 give up. Like, I'd be really sad and never touch it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, I totally like stopped playing at that point and just went to play Heroes of the Storm with a couple of friends. Nice. And but yeah. Um, 2016 and we still get broken ports, so there you go. That's my Sounds uh, good. Anyway, peace out. Bye. Later.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.